You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about the benefits of using music in your business. And I'm very excited to have a special guest with me, Lori Ann Cunningham. Let me tell you all about her. She helps coaches and mentors utilize cutting-edge music and meditation techniques and technology so they can up-level their products and services for a more impactful brand experience. She's a certified holistic health coach and an award-winning musician and recording artist. She's a creator of the Music Health Coach Brand, Health Sounds Music, and the host of the Health Sounds Revolution podcast. So I love having other podcasters on. Welcome, Lorianne. Thanks for sharing part of your day. Anything else you want to add to that introduction? Oh, well, first of all, thank you for having me on here. It's such an honor, and I really appreciate your time. Uh, you know, as far as adding, uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, I do have, oh my goodness, I have like seven or eight albums out. Uh, you know, I, I help coaches be able to do things like this, like putting podcasts together and custom music for meditations and also for just their overall brands, like their theme song and, and what I call the soundtrack of their brands. So I, I do like all of that. Everything that sounds, I do for your business. Oh, that is amazing. And that leads us perfectly into the first question I was going to ask you, how cool it is to be an award-winning musician and a recording artist. Tell us more about, did you say seven or eight albums you have out? Well, I just released two. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I have lost track. How funny is that? So I have three physical albums and then several albums that are royalty-free so people, like coaches, can take it and use it and monetize it in their businesses. And those are all digital. So after a while, I've pumped out of that. I've kind of lost track of how many I've released. Well, that's still pretty cool. We'll just say it's, uh, it's definitely a lot. How does that sound? Yeah, there we go. Perfect. So you have a unique focus. I've never met anybody like you before. And just full disclosure for our listeners, we met at a conference where I was speaking in Salt Lake City, so it was really, really cool. Tell us how you even stumbled on music. Uh, well, I've always, always wanted to be a musician, specifically a singer. And so growing up, I, I was in all choirs and musicals and just everything that I could do to perform. And I went on to college, and I had a scholarship to, um, and I earned my vocal performance degree, and I did a lot with uh, choral conducting as well, but I didn't do anything with recording. In fact, at the college that I went to at the time, it was more shunned to use microphones on the stage. And so I, I can project over a full orchestra with my singing. You know, I, I know how to use and, and project and use my body and my voice that way. 
uh, it wasn't until 2006, I graduated in, in 1999, and it wasn't until 2006 that I decided that I wanted to produce and record my own music. And at that time, I had three young boys. We now have four, four boys. Uh, and my youngest was one years old, and I really, really missed performing, and I missed music in my life. And just through different inspirations and people in my life and listening to different artists and everything, I decided you know, I wanted to give this a try. I wanted to teach myself. So uh, my husband and I did some research, and I asked some questions of, of other musician friends that I met on MySpace back when MySpace was cool. And <laughs> I, you know, we, we bought all of this gear and stuff. My husband built me a recording or isolation booth out in our garage. It's called Lorian's Padded Room. And um, I've been doing music from my home ever since. And so that's, that's how the music aspect came into play. But how the music health coach brand morphed, it's just, it's just, it's just been a really big journey, honestly. Uh, in my fourth pregnancy, I had a lot of health problems. And after he was born and I had to have surgery, um, I really needed to get my health back in order. And over that next year, I myself became very healthy and I dropped a tremendous amount of weight and people were asking me, what are you doing? And so I was trying to help them because I was really passionate about it, but I had no idea. It's like for the two of us, you know, Nancy, what worked for me won't necessarily work for you because we're all so individual with how our bodies react to things. So um, I had the idea in the shower one day. Oh, and it, all this stuff was taking time away from my music too, which is like a core part of who I am. So in the shower one day, which is where I get the best ideas, and I'm sure so many people can relate to that, the idea came to me, well, why don't you help people to become healthy through your music? I'm like, oh, yes. So the very next day, I found an online school called the Institute, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and I signed up, you know, paid full in cash, signed up, and spent the next year and got my certification to become a health coach. And it's just, I've been carving out my own niche, which is why you haven't really heard anybody else doing exactly what I'm doing. I've really carved it out, and it's basically on what other people are asking of me. I'm like, oh, I can do that. Like, can you help me create podcast music? I'm like, sure, yeah, I can do that. You know, I really want to do my own guided meditations, not meditations that you've recorded. I want to do my own. How in the world do I record? I'm like, well, I taught myself how to record, so I, I know all the pitfalls and everything so I can help you. Um, and that's just, that's just how it's all morphed into what it is that I'm doing. And it's been so enjoyable. It excites me so much. Yeah, what an amazing story. So you mentioned a few ways people could use music in their business. You said like okay. podcast intro and intro. You mentioned a theme song. Could you talk more about that? I would love to have a theme song. <laughs> well, yeah, like think about like if you're, you know, we, we met at a live event. So as you're running on stage, you have your song, you know, <laughs> depending on, on your personality or your archetype, your brand archetype, like you could um, – Chariots of Fire just came to the mind, you know, da 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 da, da or <laughs> Superman song, you know, something. Obviously, it would, it would be your own song because there's the legal issues that come into that. But it's really it's your song that you play. You're going on stage, or it can be part of your podcast. It can be a 
played on your videos, anywhere online and offline that you have a chance to use audio in association with your brand, the better. There are several, several different psychological and physical things that happen with music that, that will make your brand a more memorable and have a deeper impact with everyone who comes in contact with you. But, that is um, really there's, cool. There's you know, lots of different ways. Yeah. So what are some of your guiding principles? Something that moves you, maybe it's a quote, a book you read, something that you're like, yeah, that's when, when things get a little challenging, I'm just going to pull that principle out. Well, everything that I do is guided by three things. Uh, I am a woman of faith. I have a, a very strong spiritual belief. So I rely very, very heavily on my spirituality Uh, My family is incredibly important to me. Uh, So I I take that into consideration with with anything that I I decide to do, any decisions that I try to make. I really consider my family, and then I ask myself, does it bring me joy? Not like, does it make me happy? I think joy is a deeper meaning. You feel it deeper. Like those, those three things, my spirituality, my family, and having joy, those are really my guiding principles with any decision and anything that I do in my life. That's awesome. So tell us about, you've got a book coming out, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a contributing author. It's not my own book, but it's, it's a book called Success Through Failing. It's 25, I believe it's 25 of us uh, that it's gone back and forth between like 25 and 27. So I believe it's gone 25, 25 women who share their stories of how they've become successful through their failures or what could be perceived as failures and you know, how they found success through that, through their journey. Awesome. Are you able to give us a little sneak peek of what your story is about? <laughs> or, or an alternate question, you, can you tell us a time where perhaps things didn't go the way you wanted them to go with this music business and how you picked up and continued on and learned from it? How about that? Your choice. Okay. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's a great question because it is part of my story. I do have to say also for the book, I am, I am creating the theme song or the soundtrack for the book as well for all the promotion. Oh, that's cool. Everything. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm very excited to be doing that. Uh, honestly, probably the time that, that has been the hardest for me with creating this business that I have, probably the first couple of years. Is, um, since my family, at the time they were quite young. You know, my, my youngest was one or two years old and they span quite a big age range. And so I was pretty much stuck at home. My husband has a very demanding job, and I, don't, I personally don't want to have other people tend to my children a lot. So I like to be home. So I would say 95% of my business was online, and I was not prepared <laughs> for everything that was happening online, specifically on Facebook and, and all these, you know, like you make six figures and seven figures and, and how it almost it seemed like that they were preying upon the desires of, of startups. And I know that a lot of coaches are not like that. It's just it, in hindsight, that's, that's how I feel about it. 
and so I fell into that trap of thinking that I was not successful because these measures, you know, these things were not happening the way that other coaches were doing it or they say that this is why you're successful if you have this, this, and this not taking in consideration my own personal experience, my own, like what was going on in my personal life, how much time I was willing and wanting and able to put into it, and the fact that I have, I, call, I, call, I carved my own niche out of a mountain. Like I made the road for what it is that I'm doing. And so there was a lot of hiccups and bumps along the way. Um, so honestly, and I, I divulged, is this even more in the book and success through failing, but because just how I grew up in a dysfunctional family, um, I did not know how to deal with all these emotions in a healthy way. Being a health coach doesn't necessarily mean that you have everything put together. We are all working towards bettering ourselves, you know, for trying. It's, it's a journey. There's, you know, that destination is still far away. So, um, excuse me, I did not really know how to handle all these emotions. Plus, I had a very determined toddler that was <laughs> incredibly hard to deal with. I'm like, my fourth son is like, oh, very determined. And then a teenager for the first time at the same time. So there was a lot of stress in my home life as well. And I kind of fell apart. Um, and was like, I divulged in the book more, but I essentially started doing some self-harm. I was hitting myself, and I gave myself a concussion a few times. I just could not handle all of that pressure, and I did not know how to, um, to express it in a healthy way. I, I literally felt like my body was going to explode, and that was the only way that I could find relief. Wow. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it was, um, it was during that time, so I was just doing health coaching and making this kind of you know, music for my clients to listen to, but during a, like my rock bottom, which you'll have to read the book to, to hear about my rock bottom, but uh, during my rock bottom, I realized that something has seriously got to change, and that's when I really started using meditation, creating my own guided meditations especially positive affirmations in my own voice and, and with music that, of course, I created because that, that has some uh, special benefits to it as well. And that's when things started to turn around. I mean, it's still not perfect by any means. Like I said, we have a journey to go, to go up. But, you know, I haven't self-hurt myself in um, four or five years. I don't remember the exact date. But, you know, it's been, it's been a long, long time. Um, but... It was because of that music. I, I use music as a self-therapy, music and meditation. I think that's really important, too, to get me in the present moment and to ask questions in a way that turned my self-talk around and made me realize how successful I actually am right now. Instead of what other people were saying I needed to be, is how successful I am right now. And that's where that joy started to come in, one of my guiding principles. What an amazing story. Wow. Just Thank you. Some, well, I heard the book because we've had other people on the podcast that are part of that book. 
I heard that the ebook may be out as soon as January, February, and then the hardcover a little bit later next year. Is that true? Yeah, I don't know the exact dates, uh, so don't quote me on this. I believe right now they're planning on the ebook being out sometime in the middle of January. I know the launch, the actual like launch party is February fourth, as of the recording of this podcast, and they are really wanting to have the hardcover by then. You know, have it in hard copy. I don't know if it's going to be hardcover, but have it in hard copy on that launch date because part of the ticket price is having a physical book. Yeah, I think that's what I heard too. So that will be super exciting. Wow. So can people – I know you've got um, – we'll talk about your website and things in a uh-huh. second, but are you also on like Elance and Fiverr? I know that's where I found my music for my podcast. Have you thought about that? I have not. <laughs> are you familiar with them? Um, there's so many sites out there. I'll be I'll be honest. Like there are a gazillion. So I can get that information from you later, and I can look into it. Yeah, real briefly, Fiverr. F I V E R R. I think. It's oh, how you oh yeah, Fiverr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought Fiverr. You said Fiverr. Uh, that's like, where you know, I got my. Yeah, yeah. That's where I got some of my podcast art and my music. So that'd be a great place for to get for you for lots of exposure. Because well, of course you don't have to charge five dollars. You charge multiples of five dollars because you're definitely worth it. But yeah, I would That's love right. to hear if that works for you. Because I only have been using it as a user, not as a um, provider. Yeah, I've gone on to Fiverr, but I just haven't. I haven't ever like done a bid or hired anybody on there. So that's that's an interesting. Yeah, I'd love to hear your experience. Maybe that's a future podcast. So tell us, if you had one more hour in your day, because I'm all about productivity, how would you spend it? (laughs) Oh, my goodness, that's such a fun question. Um, My first initial response is, I make music, of course, because I don't have enough time to make music. But then I'm like, oh, then I could sleep. Sleep more. Then I'd like to spend a little more time with my boys. Or there's just like all these different things, but... (laughs) honestly honestly if we're not spending the time in the 24 hours that we have what's one more hour (laughs) that's a fun question yeah yeah that's a really fun question (laughs) yeah that's my signature question I always like to hear what people say on that so tell us for our listeners that would love to increase their business with music how can they find you and what do you have for them to offer uh, yeah, um, you can find me. My, my website is musichealthcoach.com. And I suggest that you gain your own personal, you know, your own personal testimony, your own personal testimonial of using music for yourself first. And for that, I have a free meditation song. And it is, uh, you go to musichealthcoach.com forward slash free song, and it's all one word, so musichealthcoach.com forward slash free song. Um, I also have several royalty-free music albums on my website, and one that is specifically, I call it my, my music bank, and those are small snippets of songs that you can use for podcasts, you can use for YouTube videos, you can use for sales videos that depending on, on what it is that you're looking for, there's some that up, that's upbeat, some that, that are happy, some that are a little more aggressive. It, just, it depends on what your own personal style is and what you want people to feel. Wow, that's really generous. Thank you. 
Very, very cool. So congratulations, one, for creating those, and two, for sharing that. That is pretty cool. So is there anything else we didn't cover that you want to bring up today? Um, you know, I wanted to just really, really fast just go over what I call my audio five-star framework. This is for business owners and entrepreneurs. When you are starting to, to look into creating a brand with sound, what's called audio audio branding or sound branding, these are the five things that I would look for when you're picking the sounds that you are using because they are vitally important to go with your brand. Uh, number one from the five-star framework is congruent. Is the, is the music congruent with your brand? Uh, meaning is it in harmony with the personality of of what you of what your brand is and what you want people to get from it. Is so can you give an example of that? Because like my, if I had to describe, if well, I already know what these are. My four words that are my core values. It is fun, perseverance, determination, and simplicity. So what kind of music would I think of for my brand? Okay, so fun. I can you. Basically, fun and determination and uh, decisiveness and simplicity. So decide what you're going to do and actually do it, but have fun while you're doing it. Right. So for you, I would probably do something that is a little lighter. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're smaller in stature anyway. <laughs> you know, a, a, a little lighter, a little um, has, a, has a funner feel to it. You know, not quite Disney-esque but you know, kind of that same feeling but has a little bit of drive behind it. could be like with a bass drum or something. So for that determination. Okay. Um, yeah, that, that would actually be something really interesting to play with. Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of times you know, I deal with personal brands, not corporations. And personal brands, like you take your personality and put it in music. I like that. Okay, so I get number one. What are the other okay. four? Um, flexible. Is the music flexible? Can you, can you have made or used several different themes? Or, you know, like, not, not themes, but, uh, oh my goodness, the word is totally eluding me. Um, just variations. There we go. Different variations of the song, such as NBC. I love using this example. NBC. They have that in so many different modes and variations. They have rock. They have jazz. Can you use that in different ways, but it's still recognizable for your brand? Um, is the music or the sound distinctive and memorable? That is very important. Instead of going to royalty-free music sites or stock-free, you know, stock music sites and picking something that is highly popular that lots of other people are using, that doesn't set you apart. And you don't want to sound like everybody else, so that's not distinctive and memorable. Uh, and then our number, is number four is consistent. Are you using the music consistently across all your brand touch points where audio is applicable? Right, if you have a video with it once, and then you have ten more videos after that, but you're not using it, you're not being consistent. Ooh, that's unlike a good one. visual that's a branding, really good one. yeah, unlike visual branding, where you're like, okay, I get it. It takes a little bit longer for that for the sound branding to start sinking in at a conscious level. Subconsciously, it's there, and that's like the powerful thing about music. But 
you need it to be consistent. And it, you know, I'm not, it, it doesn't have to be just music, such as the, is it Verizon? Can you hear me now? Like that's like a sound bite. Right. Like I hope it's Verizon. <laughs> um, you know, that's something they use over and over and over again, and you associate that with their brand. Um, it's been years since I've actually had commercials on my TV. And then the very, very last one, number five of the five-star framework is ownable. Is the, mu- is the music or sound that you're using, is it ownable? And that is highly important because you cannot use music that you, that you personally buy off of iTunes, Amazon, rip from a CD, and then use it in your, in your brand, especially if you're monetizing it. That goes, against, that goes against intellectual property copyright. Uh, even if you're giving it away as part of like an audio program you put together, that is a big no-no and you can get into a lot of trouble. So the more ownable the music is, the better. Your top tier is having it commissioned or you know, customize, and I totally do that. You know, I do customized music. Now that is, that's a top tier, and that's a higher-end service with a higher-end price point. And you keep that into consideration as well, because um, something that people do not understand is how much time and effort actually goes into creating music. Uh, a four-minute song could be months of work. It just, it just really depends on, on how the artists are inspired and, and what all goes into it. You know, it's I totally anyway. believe totally believe that I took some video <laughs> I took some video classes and I never realized it takes literally like hours and hours of video shooting just to make like a ninety second Mm-hmm. video. So I totally, it makes sense that mm-hmm. that would happen in the music as well. I love those five tips. Those are things, I just learned things I didn't know before that people probably don't even consider. So that is amazing. Lorianne, thanks so much for taking time to be on the show today. It's been really, really interesting. Listeners, my new report, The Top Five Systems That Create Massive Productivity in Your Business, is available on my website. Just go to nancygains.com to download it. And if you loved our show, please subscribe rate and review on iTunes. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S.com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.